Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and most likely a mimic or two. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Alright, with all that out of the way, let's buckle up and open a back window, because it's time to start the adventure. If your shadow touched, make sure you have consent. Hello, everybody, and welcome to tonight's episode of the Wild Magic School West, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, who's kind of tired tonight, Calvin Piper, and these are the hopefully not tired uh, players. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Liz. I play Ohiana, the tiefling bard. I am Michelle, and I play Kenneth Quinn, here to remind you that God gives <clears throat> his rootinous battles to his tootinous cowboys. Period. <laughs> How did I know you were not done? Uh, hello, <laughs> hello uh, I am Preston, and I play Lucius Kane, the Azamar Warlock. This is Drew. I am <clears throat> leveling up my character right now, and I play Zeph, or Zephyr, the Draconian Warlock. There he is. And we have... Uh, Glyph Kazidi, who is not here tonight. All and right, um, this is uh, Will Rice. I play Glyph Kazidi. And, uh, yeah. As it were. As it were. Um, <laughs> hey, it's, uh, hey, it's Matt. I just want to do a backflip real quick. Can I do that? Oh, Matt, sweet. what's your ethnic background? <laughs> Asian. Oh, nice. Variant. <laughs> Asian variant, yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, he just throws us in every. So yeah, so Will and uh, Matt, uh, TBD and Glyph are not here tonight. So uh, hopefully we don't get into too many shenanigans that they will be unprepared Combat. for. But Bloodshed. you never know. We'll we'll see what happens. But with that in mind, let's go ahead and begin episode twelve of the Godscar Chronicles. <laughs> So the last time we were here, our band of adventurers, who 12 episodes in still don't have a name, uh, had boarded a ship by the name of the Emerald Treader to head to the capital of the Brasslands known as Mecca City in order to pursue leads to find one Henry Finlow to uh, 
apprehend him, bring him in, whatever, or find the cause of where he went or why, uh, at the behest of their patron, I guess, uh, Miss Tolliver, as she was in charge of, well, she was looking into it. You guys boarded the ship of one Jembar Zahabi, son of the House of Zahabi, and headed to Mega City after encountering some interesting landmarks, some interesting weather, and some pirates, which you fended off rather uh, effectively. You guys finally made it to the capital of the Brasslands, where you disembarked and found yourselves a place to stay for at least the evening um, as you begin your investigation and any other ventures that you would have in this capital. So, you guys are here. You have found your rooms. You have found yourselves a long rest. You are here now in your first full day of Mecca City. The world is your oyster. What are you going to do with it? I faint. This All right. Like, this is the base city I've ever seen. <laughs> I just fall back on the on the cascade. Boom! <laughs> we, we had our... We found that place to stay, yep. and we slept mm-hmm. the night there. Okay. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So you spent the oh, you okay, spent yeah. the night at the uh, Noble Lantern Inn, and oh, that is where you guys uh, currently are are stationed. As long as you want, or as long as you don't want, it's up to you. Who's driving Glyph tonight? Can we just each take it? Um, like, can we just like I whenever think, we think, think Glyph driving? should say something, we just do it? Unless you don't want to drive. I mean, he will. He had some things he wanted to do. I can't really okay. role play or do any of that. It's just gonna be he's gonna go shopping if he can oh. for things. Uh, but if not, he's just gonna follow the party around and be the uh, controversial, impulsive, problematic fave. Problematic favorite that he is. <laughs> hey, hey, we all have an uncle like that. So if anyone feels like they need to interject in a strangely Australian New Zealand accent, you won the walk. Sorry, I was thinking maybe we, we should have a conversation about why does your glyph sound like a muppet? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> My name's Glyph Cassini, and I don't think all halflings are the same, but they kind of are. Um, really for, those, for those who can't see, Preston looks like Dirty Harry as he tries to interpret. <laughs> Speaking of Dirty Harry, Sorry. let's go. We've been talking, and uh, we think that uh, we should talk about group dynamics. You see, the two of us, uh, Lizardy boys, we're used to following orders and knowing uh, what everyone's doing. Um, so if there's a possibility that we could perhaps um, assign some, I don't know, offices... So that uh, we no longer have, well, you know, how, uh, how is he monopolizing the conversation by not even being here? It's a, it's an actual. Don't miracle. give him that. <laughs> give him an inch, he'll take a freaking mile. I have been waiting to get to play him so that I could actually speak more than just a, a couple sentences at a time. Um, okay, fair enough. We're All right. Safe. Not like cupcakes. There you go. Yeah, Zeph says that. No. Um, like, okay, yeah, okay. what he said. Um. <laughs> that was Lucius trying to make. Okay, okay, let's actually move on. Let's actually do stuff. All right, yeah. There's Why a couple not? things we could do, so we could go and see. We can scout out Finlow. Um, okay. He was serious about trying to work out a dynamic that works for us because we find it very difficult to work in ambiguity. That sounds like a personal problem. It's going to continue to be a group problem so, so long so, as we so, are here with you, are, though. Okay, so so the problem is, is that you need someone to give you orders, or what? I would like um, to establish someone who okay. can break a stalemate 
Oh, such. Oh, like a like a person with the power of, like veto or whatever the hell. Like sure. executive. All right, all right. What if we all had equal voting powers? I, I like that idea. I'm okay with that too. But like, it seems like they want a like a ultimate say. Explain the voting powers. The equal voting powers. So I get one. She gets one. You get one. They get. We all. We all Can get I have one. Two? They're all. What know, do we do with them? But okay, listen. The reason. Okay, actually, I don't have two, but. The guy in the casket in the back. Yeah, we need to talk about that still. He can, he can have one too. No, you, yeah. you yeah, um, share a vote. It's is joint. it were? I think vote? that okay. maybe we All should right. uh, deal with uh, getting to know each other a little better. It's will. Are you giving me a stink face? I am. Oh, okay. Would you like to it's, explain it's, that it's as it were? It's rather it's... presumptive that we need to get more acquainted with each other than more. Well, I'm going to know you guys. Me thinks the elf doth protest too much. That's so, funny. Would... First of all, she's not an elf. No. Um, <laughs> you I really, really uh, I'm, I'm not really familiar. If we come back to the matter at hand of finding Finn, though, I think, what if perhaps we sent Pothole on a mission? <gasps> to do what? I mean, to but, see if he could find anything in the underground. Would, would this word be a good time to practice okay. this voting thing we're then? talking about? Yeah, I vote the pothole yes. goes and sees if he can suss out. Collects information, espionage. I vote. I vote that too. What well, kind every, of mission? Everyone. Destination who pothole. Wishes to send pothole on a mission to gain information about Finlo. Raise your hand, paw, or whatever you have. I have a hand. I'm gonna say. I mean, I'm gonna say I. Um, yeah, as it were, uh, because it's better for an audio format. I. Perfect. I. <laughs> uh, I. Lucius. Huh? What's happening? Would you like to go send Pothole on a mission? I mean, if he wants to, you want to go, Pothole? <laughs> he's indifferent, so I'm indifferent. Um, he said he's actually just going to piss off and do whatever he wants as soon as he's out the door. I honestly, <laughs> honestly, I kind of was in the realm of what he was saying. You, so, like, you, honestly, like... right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm indifferent, so, yeah. So, I guess the overrides whatever. I don't know. All right. Okay, pothole buddy. I, we need you to go underground. I love this blank stare you always get when you're pothole. All right. <laughs> he does. He just yeah, shuts just, down. It's great. He goes like catatonic. It's incredible. All right, pothole. I'm gonna need you to maybe like go underground. I know you probably don't know these tunnels real well, but I think you can navigate it. You're scrappy. We're gonna need you to find some information about Finlo, if you can. Would you be willing? <laughs> Yeah, he says actually uh, there there are a lot of guys like him here in the underground that he can just kind of you know get together with and uh, they can explain things. All to right, him. hold on. Before you go, um, here I take I take down the casket and I open it and I reach into it and I rip out like a really nice blanket and I give it and I put it around him. Just uh, make sure yeah, you're warm um, and stuff. Warning, you're not gonna get that back. That's fine. And that's if you do, it'll be covered in poo. I mean, that's the point. I don't know. I'm just trying to be a nice friend. No, no, that's great. I just wanted you to know. No, I'm aware of that. But his suit what? is heated. It's a thought now, okay? The white rune is for me. I don't. You guys watch as, as you have this conversation. Your pothole is slowly like putting his foot through the blanket <laughs> to like, make holes for his feet. And he puts holes in it for his arms, <laughs> so he's like dragging, oh basically walking God. in it, but dragging it across, and he just kind of like doesn't oh, know what he's doing. You're he's not no gonna idea want that back when he gets up out of them. I mean, I saw. You mean, look good, Paul. Paul, Paul, pa- 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 you are a fashion icon. 
A real stunner. Uh, the, the, the somewhat, uh, oh, somewhat like cloudy liquid in his tank slowly kind of turns a little pinkish. He kind of and turns around, starts. His his liquid turns pink when he blushes. Sure. <laughs> In my world. Yeah. We have like a gamer pothole, okay? He has LED strips in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Will is turning in his grave right now. Glyph, <laughs> that. Um, oh, he's dead. Like, <laughs> recipes. No, the casket opens. Hey, what the hell, man? <laughs> Glyph, it was Will all this little time. little aside to you, but um, pothole, pothole's going to need his liquid changed or filtered or something. That's really <laughs> gross. Oh, uh, um, is it work? You're right. <laughs> Thank you for that. You it's, have always got been a, my moral got compass and the uh, greatest uh, champion. Gonna, we're going to remove your conscious from Glyph. Or, this keeps up, but oh. all right. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's just fun to watch Drew have a conversation and lead the whole conversation by himself. Uh-huh. The entire it, night. I have been waiting oh, I know this you moment oh, I know. for you, ten you, weeks. <laughs> Uh, it's character choices, man. Oh, All right, never again. So, uh, Pothole is going to do what he does best, and uh, he's going to spend the rest of this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, gathering information. Well, most of this episode, gathering information from his Cobalt Network underground. So, as he does that, anybody else doing anything? Glyph is going to Ooh. try to do a little investigation on weapon stuff. TBD is going to. Well. BTBD. BTBD. Um, Vibe. Yeah. What else we got? Um, So, Lucius is actually very um, excited at this prospect of this giant place because that means that there's, like, more ingredients for potions that he can make. Sure. So, honestly, like... Crystal Sisters. Is that a place Mm -hmm. to go? The the, uh, Alchemist's place, yeah. Okay, let's go to the Crystal Sisters or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. You said that, I mean, I don't... The Moon Sisters. At the crystal, the Moon Sisters is what um, I, I remember. Oh yeah, we should go to the Moon Sisters. Okay, yeah, I want to go to the Moon Sisters. Uh, asking around, you are easily directed to uh, the shop known as the Moon Sisters Crystals. Um, about mm, say about 20, 30 minute walk from your uh, area in the Tin District to uh, basically wrapping around the outside of the Great House as it is kind of, again, kind of set in the middle and the tin district is kind of grows uh, around it to about three quarters of the of the way. Um, after about a half hour walk, you guys arrive at a small shop uh, built entirely out of what looks to be like different uh, gray or silver sheets of metal all kind of like laid on top of each other kind of giving it this almost like almost like furs or fabrics laid across each other, but pieces of metal, all kind of giving it almost this almost teepee-esque design. Mm. Um, Stands out a little bit amongst the other pretty much cut-and-paste versions of shops and businesses here in the Tin District, but still kind of fitting in with the design uh, and overall essence of the the place itself. Stepping into this shop, you can see uh, it's oval in shape, kind of longer than it is wide, Uh, and inside is almost no furniture, save for maybe two or three uh, desks kind of set towards the back of this place. There is one uh, upper floor kind of open balcony space that kind of lines, and the entire place is basically just full of rocks. 
like different sizes, different shapes, kind of scattered throughout the floor itself. Uh, mostly dirt uh, inside here. It's almost like a building that people just threw a bunch of stones in and decided to start selling stuff out of. Uh, a bit dingy, but uh, also very dark. There's not a lot of natural light in here, being that most of it is metal. Um, the smell of like warm, like heated metal just kind of emanates through here along with the dirt uh, smell. It's a, it's a bit of a different take, but it uh, seems pleasant enough. As you guys step in, uh, whoever is going there, you can see that there are, again, just stones kind of piled everywhere, just kind of misshapen, uh, mismatched areas of it. Uh, nothing really with any notation or tags of any kind. And you can see some of the stones have like little chunks of what looks like agate or quartz kind of stuck in them. Some of them are, are those like geo type ones where it's like large stones that were cut in half and have these pretty kind of like stones inlaid inside them. Uh, but as you guys walk in, you can see sitting on a small stool in front of one of the desks with a couple pieces of rock that they're kind of messing with and rearranging. You can see one uh, humanoid figure. Their skin looks like they rubbed like limestone on their skin all day. It's like cracked and white and almost looks like it's flaking almost. Oh, she's um, crusty. Mm-hmm. The, that's, a, that, that's a good word for it. Their hair is uh, long with a ponytail that goes uh, just below the neck with the sides shorn uh, to almost bald. Um, their the skin with this kind of like grayish white uh, texture. Their eyes kind of a vibrant purple that almost seems to kind of like have their own source of light that glows in here. Um, you see them look up and see you uh, shorter than you would, exp- well, shorter than most people, kind of uh, their demeanor kind of hunched over on this table. You see them look up and kind of wave a hand and beckon you. Hey, welcome, welcome. Come in, come in. Hi. Hello, hello. Can can I help you? Welcome to the Moon Sisters Crystals. Moon Sisters Crystals? Yes, yes, this is... A humble, humble little shop here in Mecca City. I'm Crystal. Crystal. What can I help you with? Where's your sister? My sister? Uh, she's probably uh, bringing more stones in from the back. Uh, She'll be here in That's fair. I just, you know, it's Moon Sisters. Um, so right, nice yes, to meet yes. you. You, I will say, you guys are weird, but in a great way. Well, um, thank you, young man. You, yeah. Where, where are you from? You don't look from I'm around from these walls. Really? Yeah, from Kane's Rest. Kane's Rest, you say? Yeah, it's like somewhere near the coast. Fascinating. I know people from that area. What? I've been there before. That's pretty cool. Many, many years ago, of course, but you know, it's a nice place. Okay. I'm not going to ask questions because I respect your space. And fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, please, I, if you're looking for... I want ingredients for ingredients. potions. Yes. Oh dear, I don't know what kind of ingredients we would have here unless I don't it's stone know oriented. Uh, I do. Is there any potions I can make with stone? Do you have any? Well, there's probably a few you could make if you try. Uh, more of the alchemy type things are going to be at uh, several places in the city, but the Not closest here. one would be the Lavish Laboratories. The Lavish Laboratories. That's the bigger one. That's the one where everyone buys most of their stuff. Uh. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. You got a, I don't know, magic things? Or are these stones just stones to look prettier? Ooh, they are beautiful indeed, young lady, but 
Our stones are special. All right. How are they special? Sell me. They are stones. And they're special. And they are special. What kind of special? Well. Special. Okay. Is this under the table? <laughs> Is this under the table? Well, we don't have tables to sell them under, but you're more See, than welcome. See, I'm not to... the only one. <laughs> Do they have any um, magical properties as far as healing or... Oh, everything is magical, dear, if you look hard enough. Oh, great. Okay. This sounds like the guy who had the uh, magic water fountain. <laughs> yep, yes, exactly. About... All right, so, um, actually, you just wanna, since we're here, you just want to ask him about you know, the F guy? Um, hey, have you heard about anyone named Finlo? Hmm, Finlo. I'm sorry, that name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, sister, do you know the name Finlo? And as she turns around, you guys see another uh, individual enters the room. This individual, uh, long kind of hair, almost like curled up and tucked underneath to create kind of this almost like almost like bowl feature around uh, her hair uh, stark white hair as opposed to her sister's kind of darker hair uh, this individual has dark brown skin that seems to almost kind of sparkle almost like with flecks of some sort of like natural glitter uh, on her skin uh, you can see she uh, comes in dragging this other uh, piece of stone and kind of sets it down and sets a small pouch down next to it. And as uh, she kind of looks up, you see these like lightning blue eyes that kind of, uh, again, kind of glitter almost with this own, this own natural related? light. Uh, I mean, from first glance, not really. You'd have to, I mean, they look given, identical to me. They're <laughs> uh, colorblind. That's racist. <laughs> But you see uh, the other sister steps in. It's because I'm colorblind. Okay, if you say so. Uh, the other sister Every steps in. And what is it, sister? <laughs> uh, they're looking for a gentleman named Finlow. Do you know a gentleman Finlow? I don't believe I've ever heard the name Finlow, but... Uh, Henry Finlow? No, it doesn't ring a bell. Right. Apologies. Um... I assume you've met my sister, Crystal. Um, I am Moon. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Kenneth will. <laughs> yeah. Makes Dear. sense. It makes sense now. Now, are you sisters uh, by blood? or are... We are sisters by blood and by fate. Oh, okay. All right. So That's right, by fate. And what fate is that, exactly? The fate that binds us all, dear. The fate that can raise mountains asunder them with a single word. Do you have any stones that sunder Mm. mountains? Sister, do we have any stones? (laughs) I'm sure we could find one. Um, And they kind of turn and reach up and grab this small uh, black stone with what looks to be these kind of uh, octagonal uh, purple crystals kind of jetting jetting out of some sides, maybe about three or four inches wide and almost oval in shape, not sharp at all, uh, and she sets it down on the, the desk in front of her um, and kind of slides it towards you. It's yours if you like it for the right price. I have questions. Of course. What is the price exactly? And if one were to 
try to utilize this. How does that work? Hmm. The price for any of the stones here is one gold. Okay. That's a hefty price for a rock. Especially if they're special rocks. Yes, sister. (laughs) (laughs) So what do we... These stones are essences of a great source of power. You can use them for focuses. You can use them for spell components. You could use them for other purposes if your minds are open and available. Mm -hmm. But the user is just as magical as the stones we sell. So, wait. I get it. So how does this one in particular, why this stone, two Sunder Mountains versus the others? Fate itself, dear, is a finicky thing. Why would a young tiefling not from this world journey here of all places to find this stone of all stones. Uh, some might say coincidence, others might say fate. <laughs> yes, sister. The choice is yours. Sure, I'll take it. Very well. All right, so say I'm buying into this, which I, mm, I, mm, I don't know. So say I'm buying into this. I'll take a wrong. One gold, and she holds up. It's literally uh, looks like a chunk of just like white marble, with like this black kind of like streak. Oh, I love it! It looks just like me. Take it. So flip a coin. Are these uh, magic rocks? Are they supposed to like call out to me? Are they supposed to like pick me? Or if you're talking about fate, or like do you do some sort of divining or something? For one who does not believe in magics, I believe it ish. You know, I'm on the fence. She said what she said. Yes. I mean, I, I can do magic, so like... But you don't believe in it. Maybe not. I don't I don't get what your play is. Just buy the thing that they're selling. It ain't, it's not that simple. So are they going to call out to me? Do you want it to call out to you? I really don't know. Make a perception check. All right. <laughs> Uh, 16. You, uh, in that moment, you Mm -hmm. hear this sound of something saying, me. And you look and see there's, like, a blue stone on the floor next to the foot of one of the sisters. Just, like, on the floor. (laughs) I'll pick it up. Excellent choice. There's one gold. What was that? Did you just talk to me? You hear it go, yeah. <laughs> um, what the hell? What does this one do? Is there like a care sheet? <laughs> does anybody have a decently passive perception? Yeah, I have, good, I have a good one. TBD does, for sure. Is TBD it? definitely does? Okay. Yeah, I have like I 17 have 15, or something. I have 15. Mine is 16. Yours is 16? Mm-hmm. Okay. I imagine TBD has been um, doing TBD, so contact TBD's... juggling like three geodes that haven't been split yet. He's yeah, he's just, yeah, he's doing a thing. He's like, hey, look at I can do. <laughs> the dragon guy, the, the lizard guys are just watching. Yeah, he's vibing. Um, right, I'll pay her for it as well. Okay, you pay her yeah. uh, gold for that stone. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, what's my stone? Yeah, what does the passive perception do? <laughs> um, 
uh, one of the sisters uh, turns to you and she goes, When you feel it most useful, use it. And will I just know how? You'll know. Just like you know where your path lies. This is the most vague shit I've ever heard in my life. Let's go. It says the one holding a rock. Yeah, it's a cool oh. rock. I bought it because it's a cool rock, guys. It For a the one with the yeah. his back. I'm supporting um, local businesses. I don't understand what's wrong with this. So, lady, um, do you want us to get you those uh, three rocks you're juggling? Um, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Daddy. <laughs> Shut up. You. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, that would be great. I want, I want the rocks. It's true. Okay. There he's a lizard dad. Okay. Um, Papa. We'll take these three. Okay, three gold. What do they do? As I said to the lovely ice tiefling over there, when you feel like you need to use it most, use it. You're shitting me. No. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> a cool rock. I dig so it, man. Do I add to my inventory random rock? Yeah, <laughs> I, I described it. I, I, I put my a moon rock. sister crystal. <clears throat> I feel like every cool. campaign Calvin has done, I have like multiple objects that whose whose use I never you never out. figure out. Uh, you just assume they that might it's like, never That's have cool. any use in the first place. Yeah, like, and then you just it's what's great. Yeah. About. Oh, look at this amulet I've had for. Months. <laughs> Neat. Oh, I forgot that amulet. Moving oh, on. Gosh. Um. Anyways. Uh, okay. You guys want to go to the alchemist thing real quick, and then and then sure. we go do our main stuff, which is making connections and finding so Finlo. Add three rocks of ultimate power. Is that what we? The moon do? sister yes! crystals. Oh. Oh, did I? I put I put white marble chunk with a zigzag on it in my. <laughs> Sure, but you might want to just make sure it's from the Moon Sisters because I just added it to my equipment instead of my backpack. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. It's more of a technical question, maybe. But okay, so from there you can head to another place. You were given directions to one particular store. Lavish Laboratories. The Lavish Laboratories. Lavish. Lavish Laboratories. Mm-hmm. Um. Directed to uh, another area of the tin district, you guys can begin to journey that way. You can see now, you as you're making your way through part of the open district, it's beginning to you know get closer to noon, uh, late morning. You can see now the city is basically full, fully alive. Uh, individuals of all shapes and sizes calling out wares and trinkets of all different kinds. Uh, People selling every, literally everything under the sun here in uh, the uh, crap. The where is this place? I literally just said it last time. Oh, the scrap market. That's what it's called. The scrap market. Um, you can see all kinds of uh, goods being transported here and there. You can see the uh, plethora of. Uh, levitating vehicles and ships of different kinds beginning their grid-like patterns across the sky above you. Um, And you can see there is an overabundance of automatons everywhere you look, varying designs and shapes, but they they basically permeate the population almost as much as humanoids do. Uh, You can see groups of them escorting seemingly uh, well-to-do individuals. You can see others picking up uh, garbage here and there. You can see kind of larger ones kind of uh, moving in, in and throughout the crowds, kind of creating spaces and moving almost like with herding type te- te- uh, 
movements kind of moving to and throw throughout the districts. Um, it is it's a lot to take in, and if you're not careful, you can get lost in these crowds pretty easily. But after moving uh, throughout the direction and kind of getting lost more than once, you guys find yourselves at what is known as the Laffish Laboratories. And you can see from the outside this grand building probably maybe 120 feet uh, from side to side. This large kind of two-story building with what looks to be these large kind of like... Uh, towers on either side that rise just above the rest of the building itself. These giant kind of blue and gold gears kind of slowly ticking, like rotating, uh, more decorative than anything else, but giving off this almost like clockwork sound that seems to draw people into it as they walk through the, the large double doors into the laboratories themselves. Uh, stepping inside, you can see a long, wide, basically almost warehouse-type design with shelves and tables and glass containers all throughout this place sporting devices, weapons, items, materials. It is overwhelming if you have never been in something this large, and it is the largest uh, of any shop you have ever seen. It's a Bucky's. It is. We yeah, just the, walked the, into a it Bucky's. Is, it is massive. Uh, but you can see there are, uh, looks to be a dozen or so individuals all kind of moving throughout the crowds of people uh, seemingly trying to keep tabs on everybody and like ask them if they need anything. Um, all of them uh, strangely with identical uh, graphid attributes and uh, as you know graphid are modded humanoids so you can see all of them seem to have like one side of their head is this metal plate that has blue and gold kind of accents running across it um, other parts of their body might be modded but that seems to be kind of like the workers here you would assume so because they seem to be moving throughout the crowds and like assisting people taking things out of, off of shelves, picking things up. Sorry, we're um, as you guys are kind of all taking this and stay at the front door, uh, one of them kind of makes their way over to you uh, before you realize that they didn't walk, they rolled. And as you can see, as they roll up, both of their just below, oh my the, just above the ankles, both of their legs are replaced by these small kind of rolling wheels as they kind of roll up and kind of stop Hi. in front of you guys. Like Hello and welcome to the Laffish Laboratories. Hi, do you have free will? I'm sorry? Do you have free... Oh, that's nine. Do you have free will? Free will? Yeah. Wait, is that, is that like a, a glamour plate on your head? What? Oh, this. Yeah, is that oh, like a uniform? It's a, it's a modification that is given to uh, the employees of Lafish Toba. Okay. Um, Who's that Are you employed? Yeah, are you... Well, yes, I am one of the employees here at the Laffish Laboratories. I also work as a student under Laffish Tobar and his enchanting and... Uh, enchanting? ...designing and inventions of all kinds. Did you voluntarily get that? Well, why wouldn't I? I don't know. Individuality? <laughs> yes, I can see where you would assume it to be some sort of a restrictive thing, but no, it's more glamorous than anything, and, and it helps separate us students and workers from the common folk that come in and throughout here. Otherwise, how would you ask for help around here? But please, you all seem to be shopping for individual things. What can we help you find? Can I roll an insight check on him? Make an insight check. It's just like, his entire thing creeps me out. Sure. So. That's saying something. Yeah. Honestly, like, the wheels I wouldn't care about is the head plate that really gets me. Yeah. Uh, 14. 14? Yeah. Seems like, seems, doesn't seem like he's... Okay. Now, are those, like, all-terrain wheels, or do you gotta... Yeah, how did you stairs? Oh, stairs are quite simple. I just and as he looks down, you watch as the wheels go from like these round kind of like small orbs to they have like ridges that pop out of the sides of it. Holy, amazing! Thank you. How's your love life? 
He's a so as, I'm, as I'm he sorry, looks uh, down, you see as his wheels they, they change. No, into no, 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 no. Uh, I know a guy at a circus set. Go, go, gadget. <laughs> uh, anyhow, the He's worker kind of. Was there something we could help you? Pro- yeah, procure sorry. or acquire. Alchemical ingredients. Oh, lovely. We have plenty of those uh, up near the front on the left. If you'll follow me, I can direct you that way. I imagine he goes 60 miles an hour and just like uh, no. mowing over the crowd, <laughs> just running them over. With incredible grace and uh, you know agility, you watch. He just kind of weaves in and throughout the, the individuals all shopping here and begins to lead uh, whoever's going with him to the alchemical now side of the shop. that is incredible grace and agility, as it were. <laughs> Thank you, Glyph. Uh, Super valuable. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, Super. Pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Good contribution. <laughs> I, uh, I have things I want. I probably have a list on me right now. Um, that Here, here's the list. Give me the things I want. <laughs> Yep. Sorry, I was trying to work in Will wanting No, you're good, you're good. Yeah, I gotta figure out I gotta figure out how he's gonna do it before I give him the okay to do it. Cause he was like, Yeah, I want some materials to do this. I'm like, you gotta be more specific, my dude, because he was very vague about it. Anyhow, we'll get to that later. So uh, but yeah, you are led to the alchemical kind of area. It looks to be kind of like these three or four uh, looks like benches that are slightly angled and almost like uh, almost like a spice shop at a farmer's market. There's these different <laughs> containers with like small uh, like scoops or uh, tongs or different things all set inside these containers that have a myriad of different uh, items or materials that you so, can use for alchemical purposes or magical purposes. I communicate with my patron. Mm-hmm. I'm like, should we experiment? Just take random stuff and just put it in a in like a mixing thing, like in a herbalism kit, and just see what comes out. The greatest minds of the arcanic eras learned by experimentation. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I start taking a bunch of random shit. Okay. <laughs> just uh, tell me the total, I'll, and I'll pay for it. How much are you? How much do you want to spend? 100 gold. Okay, you can drop 100 gold on alchemical materials. Can I just put in my inventory 100 gold's worth of yes, alchemical supplies? Yes, 100%. You, uh, you gonna, can you make healing potions out of those? You're, you've been talking about that. You've been talking big game. Like, hey, my spare time, I'm gonna... Yeah, you said for, the, for the value, I believe it's 25 for a healing potion? Yeah. Yeah, so you can... But 50 for a greater one. So you have enough to make as many healing potions as, as you have worth gold, or if you want to use that value for other things, you can for experimentation, you can okay. do that too. How about this? How about this? I'm going to spend another 50 gold. Sure. On just healing supplies. Sure. Absolutely. I'll check you 25. Okay, so I minus 125 for me then. Okay. Yeah, easy enough to do. But yeah, so anytime you want to use it for experimental purposes, you can roll for it. And if you succeed, you'll use less gold. If you fail, you'll use more gold okay. in materials. So, but yeah. 125 overall. gold worth of healing uh, mm-hmm. of supplies. And then whenever you want to convert that to healing potions, you're more welcome to. Okay. okay. Anybody else? I'm so happy. Thank uh, I mean, like, I don't particularly need, particularly need these supplies. However, uh, do you have anything that could maybe, like, enhance uh, bows? Or boomerangs. Or boomerangs. Oh, we have several. Uh, we do more than just materials. We sell armors and weapons of various kinds, and if we don't have them, we will find them for Magical you. Magical uh, ones? 
Oh, of course. Lafish Shabar is one of the most esteemed magical enchanters of the Brasslands. Probably the best, if I do say so myself. Does he, mm. does he like, roam around here? Uh, Mr. Tobar is probably somewhere in here. Uh, I could certainly find him for you if you uh, wish to speak to him, but if he's busy, uh, it might be a while before he can speak to you. Well, I'll put it in a request. Maybe we'll see him Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Uh, if you want to head to that desk over there, and you can see it's a long, uh, low desk with a couple people kind of standing with it, uh, think of literally any gun shop you've ever seen, a long glass counter mm-hmm. with stuff on the inside and stuff hanging on the walls behind it. Mm-hmm. And about three individuals kind of like uh, trolling throughout the back of it, kind of handing people things, examining it, looking at it, uh, while the, the wheel guy kind of looks at you and goes, I shall see if I can find Mr. Toba one moment. And he wheels away and begins to make his way through the crowd. Uh, but you can head up to the weapons desk, sure. no problem. You can speak to his manager. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, arriving at the weapons desk, you can see there is a lot of stuff here. Is there something you are looking for specifically? No. Tell me what they have, DM. I, you know I can't just make choices like but, that. So here's the thing. If I tell you everything that the Lafish Laboratories has in stock, I'm going to do it for the next 35 minutes. Okay, well, give me what, like, the top three items, I'd be like, alright, give me the top three items that'd be pertinent to somebody like me. Tell me how much you're willing to spend, and I will tell you what is available to you. Up to 200 Up to $200, alright. Let's give me go. Just What's the second? point of having money if you're not gonna spend it? Yay. Spread the wealth. So, you, you can... What? I'm just being a dork. <laughs> For 200 gold? Ooh. There's not really... 250 Hmm. The, really the most <laughs> inexpensive thing here would be the vicious longbow. Do you want it? All right. For three hundred and fifty gold pieces. <laughs> the plus one magical longbow is a thousand gold pieces. All right. Well, too rich for my blood. Um, one day. One day. One day. I know. Yeah. I'll ball big someday. Yeah. You're gonna have like a pelt of a dragon in your like living room or something. Whatever means a lot to you you people. But you can see not uh, just on the other side of the kind of like forming the L shape of this is the weapons are on this side and on the other side you can see there are we- there are armors and other kinds of uh, magical enchantments on the other side too. My so. mood's sour. I'm hella bummed. Um, I, I would probably go over and take a look at the other stuff too. Absolutely. See what other enchanted items they have. What do you look for? Um, so I would love to just go up to the counter and talk to one of the attendants. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, finding out one of the attendants, you can see uh, making their way up to you a looks to be female humanoid. Mm-hmm. Her um, her work kind of frock kind of sets right here at her shoulders, then comes down, and her from her shoulders down to like the middle of her chest is this beautifully embossed kind of like white steel plate. That kind of covers the front of her with these beautiful designs, almost like uh, a mix between hieroglyphic images, but also like Renaissance designs. It is, mm. It's beautiful to look at, and it kind of stands out with this kind of lighter blue kind of inlay to give it kind of a, a pop to her mm-hmm. thing. But she kind of walks up to you and a uh, big old smile on her face is, yes, can I help you? Yes, I had once heard that potentially there are sharpening stones you can use for daggers or arrows or perhaps boomerangs that would enhance the magical abilities of your weaponry 
And I was wondering if you perhaps had anything of such nature. I see, I see. Uh, well, we certainly have a few things here at the uh, lavish laboratories that could suit your needs, should you need it. Uh, none of it is inexpensive, mind you, though. Uh, we do have... Um, the, we do have a sharpening oil, if that's mm. something you're interested in. Uh, one moment, and she kind of goes underneath the desk and kind of sets out and sets, you can see this little wooden tray with several different vials of different shapes and sizes in it. Pulls out a small, thin one with what looks to be kind of like a, kind of a milky white, or kind of a clearish liquid, almost viscous in uh, design. But you can see kind of like these tiny, thin, long, almost like needle-like shards that are mm. kind of floating in it. And she kind of sets that down and she goes... Uh, Sprinkling, uh, applying this to one of your weapons uh, adds a bit of increased uh, damage or a little bit more cut to whatever you're using. It can be used on blunt objects, sharp objects, whatever it is. Um, but this runs, this certain one runs uh, about 2200 gold pieces and can be applied to uh, several weapons or several pieces of ammunition if used properly. You got, like, a bargain bin? For a payment plan? Uh, we do carry a, a, a we system. do carry a credit system for uh, certain individuals here in uh, the Mecca City. Uh, however, you must be someone of good standing with uh, collateral to back it up. Obviously, we can't just give a credit system to anyone here, uh, understandably. Of, of course, of course, absolutely. Um, can, um, Glyph... Have have witnessed that and interject himself real quick. Sure. Um, because I would think. Let me just check this. His military rank. Okay, actually, I don't know if Glyph has this, but Zeph Zeph does, and he would mm -hmm. definitely want to help out. Sure. Um, he does have a, a bit of influence over uh, soldier, other soldiers, like basically people. In, in organization, in the military organization. I'm wondering, mm -hmm. would either of them, because of their, like... If you provide a military ID, you'll get right, a 10% yeah, discount. Well, basically, yeah. yeah, because of their, their renown as obvious members of, like, the military of this region. Would, that, so, would you be able to lend influence to her to gain some kind of credit? It's only oh, perhaps that were commissioned by... Um, We've got the insignia. So, uh, oh, the uh, you are Draconian. So using organs. using your using your uh, using your role as uh, draconic ordinance mm -hmm. members, mm -hmm. you would receive a slight discount to some of the items, given that you are military. Mm -hmm. um, it only applies to certain items, though, based on your military backgrounds and. But it is applicable to whatever to, it is applicable to things as long as it, as long as it's within the sphere of like that is something that you would need as part of your job. Okay, so like maybe healing potions. And absolutely, healing okay. potions, ammunition. Uh, some most armaments and weapons would also fall under that, given that you are military. Um, I can extend a bit of a discount, military discount. I tend to bit off of uh, you know things like healing potions and. Armaments and stuff, if anyone would find that useful. Oh. What if we told you that we are in the service of House Tolliver? 
House Tolliver. Now that is interesting. Um, of course, if you were under their accreditation, of course we could extend that to you. No issue. Uh, I would have to get uh, I would have to get verification from them before I could allow you to have it. Obviously, rules and policies. No, but sure. once the approval came through, yes, you would have quite an extensive amount of credit here at the Lavish Laboratory. They might just put the bill for us, honestly, I mean, with the work that we've been doing. Inquiry. Of course, of course. Uh, for military members, it is uh, it is a ten percent discount to any and all items uh, bought here oh, yeah, at the Lavish Laboratory. <laughs> all right, I like it. <laughs> Don't have to pay back. It's true. It's nice. Yeah. So basically, you ignore the any of the taxes that would be on an item, so you get mm-hmm. straight no taxes. That's roughly a ten percent discount. So on that particular item, it would bring it down to uh, one nine uh, nineteen eighty. Are you telling me they have sales tax in this world? They have different percentages based mm-hmm. on in in Mecca City. Hell yeah, they got taxes. How do you even build this place? Well, no, but it's like added, <laughs> added on after the... Sorry, Not necessarily. Okay. It's just discount. No. It's it's how you can. It's how I justify why you would get a discount. Gotcha. It's yeah. They have the taxes already added oh, into everything, sure. yeah. so you don't have to do the calculation. Right. You don't have to do the calculation. So if you have a discount of some kind, especially oh. for city employees or military, they just get an immediate, just like boop. This is the this is the amount off. But uh, you, you, you bet everything here is taxed oh, okay. by the houses. I mean, yeah. 100%. I assume taxation. It was just taxation. Hundred percent. We will yeah. tell specifically Gail Wynn Tolliver will be the person to talk to. All right, I will. Uh, I will. I will make note of that and begin verification uh, as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need lots of healing potions. Certainly, sir. Uh, how many do you need? Mm. How many is a lot? Five. Yeah, five for him and five for me. Five for Tabini. I have no money. How many is fifteen? I have no money. Not you. No, but you can use them. Uh, so, potion healing would be 50 gold pieces. With uh, your discount, it would be 45 gold pieces. I'll take three. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you do, if you do, uh, so how many, how much do you want to spend? Because maybe, they, maybe there's kind of like a bundle you can do. Um, well, what can I get for 150? For 150? We can do... I'm hearing five. Make a persuasion check. Who, me or him? I, I mean, you used both, so go ahead and use... You can use Glyph if you so desire. All right, I will use... Okay. Mm, eight, eight, 23 total. 20, oh, crap. Yeah, you can get five with 150. Right, that's lovely. Good enough, all right. Thank you very much. Easy enough to do. Okay. You good? Yeah, do good. Okay. What about y'all? Have like a like a like a two fifty and under section. Of, of course, if you're maybe looking for buffs or something, you know, not necessarily potions, but maybe something that would be a little more permanent. I don't know if. Um, there are, so for under, so under 250 is what you're looking for? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there are several, I mean, there's a lot of stuff under 
250. Spe- specifically, like, permanent buffs or, like, in, any, like, enchanted. Uh, so there are several scrolls that are, but those are mostly one use. Um, potions, potions, potions. I mean, if not. There is, uh, for 200 gold pieces, you can get, uh, you can get, uh, Tobar's Marvelous Pigments. Uh, okay. What do they do? Uh, so, actually, as you're, as you ask, uh, is there anything under 200, uh, you hear behind you, my dear, there are many things in my shop worth 200 gold. Some, probably that's because of my discounts. <laughs> and as you turn around, you can see right in front of you, standing behind you, uh, about eight inches taller than you are, uh, a tall humanoid man who is from head to toe metal. Uh, his eyes... He has teeth. Uh, can't see. He's he's laughing. He's throwing his head back in a laugh right now. The only thing that looks human on him are his eyes. As they are... They look white with kind of like a... Kind of like a... Just a standard brown color. And slightly moist. As he just kind of looks at you with just his big old grin. And he's like, Welcome to Laffish Laboratories. I, of course, am Laffish Tobar, the proprietor and... Uh, designer of this store. What can I help you with? I'm really resisting the urge to just go like, tink, tink. Oh, like, yes, dear. Check. It's all metal. All right. You didn't have to say it like that. It, um, what point do, when replacing body parts, do you start to become something other than what you were initially? Like, it's that whole boat thing. It, you is, know, a qu- you- it is a quandary I've asked myself many times, but... I try not to think about it. Reject the weakness of Welcome flesh. to Lavish Laboratories. Thank, thanks. Um, I heard you were up. looking for something under 200 gold. That's a very specific number. Might I suggest my newest creation? Oh, tell me about it. As he it. kind of reaches behind him, you hear like a clicking noise, and you, as he pulls his, brings his hand back around, you can see holding in his hand is a small metal box, kind of thin, almost like a pencil case size box, and he hands it to you. All right, what's that do? I'll take it, obviously. Open it up. Opening it up inside, you can see there are about uh, eight little uh, well, like ink wells, kind of set into it. Uh, kind of beautifully done. Kind of almost like a. Uh, the inside is uh, this beautifully kind of like light brown wood design, and uh, this little kind of like dark purple velvet kind of like indents and set inside are all these little ink wells. And as you lift it up, you can see on the top, set almost like attached or magnetized or something, are probably four or five different brush sizes. Um, he says, now this is a special design of mine. When applied in a certain way, you can make these pigments become anything. The, what? So if I said, you know what? I'm going to do a little little painty paint with some gold. Could that? You could make something akin to gold, okay, but all right, okay. all right, <laughs> I wouldn't be running a shop if I could just make gold out of thin air. If I'm paying a chipmunk, then what happens? Gold Stop. out of thin air. New idea. <laughs> At any rate. What about thick air? <laughs> thick air. <laughs> Is that like heavy water? It's like humid. Allow me to observe. Allow me to demonstrate. As he goes ahead and kind of like, may I? Yeah. And he takes your hand and kind of and begins to take some of the different uh, colors and dips them in with just this daintiest of uh, touches and begins to draw what looks like this beautiful kind of like 
leather and uh, rope bracelet just kind of around the top of your uh, wrist. Keeps drawing, keeps drawing. After a few seconds, stops and blows on it. And as he does, you watch as before your eyes, you feel the paint kind of begin to like dry and then harden and then there's a bracelet on your hand. Yeah. What if you're real bad at drawing? Oh, it doesn't require the hand of the draw, more the mind of the creator. I'll take it. How much? You said 200? 200 gold. Yeah, that sounds mm. sick. All right. You can pull, you can put in, it is a real thing, uh, it is marvelous pigments. You can go ahead and yeah, search that, that and cool. it will pop Thanks, up. Cal. And it will explain to you all of its properties. Okay. All right. All right. Ooh. Oh, I see it. Okay. I'm J. Now, I don't mean to be nosy, but did I hear you work for House Tolliver? Yeah, we do. Splendid, splendid. I will make sure to personally oversee that if any credit can be extended to you, that it is done as soon as possible. (laughs) Any friend of House Tolliver's is a friend of Lavish Tobar's. Yeah. Oh, speaking on this, hey, can I get a fresh one since you already painted a bracelet out of this one? You know, you've already cracked it open. I should get a fresh one, right? I'm cheap as hell. <laughs> You're clever. As he takes it and kind of sets it in his hand, and you watch as he sets it in his hand, opens it up, you watch as his arm begins to open. Uh huh. And you watch as these spindly little devices begin to come out and begin to mess with the box as he sits there, his eyes kind of like glazed over as he stares at it. After a few seconds, there you are. Good as new. Appreciate you. Anyhow. If you need, I don't know. It just happened. You don't need to know. Is it worth? (laughs) Is it worth? Listen, Calvin. No, it's fine. um, At any rate, if you need anything, even if I don't have it, I can get it for you. Please, any patron of the Lavish Lavatories is always welcome to ask for whatever they need. What about information? You know information? Well, information yeah. it's not cheap. <laughs> well, but I, I do already spent it. 200 That's that pretty true. much what I got. <laughs> what else can I do? We are always in the habit of taking care of things for people as well. Oh. You all do a little bit of fun on the side as well as your normal jobs? Yes, Oyana. Absolutely. Yes. Well, yes, that yes, is yes. a relief. I could use some reliable hands to do a bit of the more unsavory parts of my work. Okay, does that include I'm murder? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have nothing now, but perhaps I'll. I don't want to kill people. Do any? Do you have a? Do you have a summoning bowl? Do you, is that? Do you, we, we asked for we, one at House Tolliver, and they were like, "No, we only have." Two in the whole house. Oh, that makes we sense. Like, summoning bowls. The one from the bathroom. Summoning bowls are not cheap, especially if it's a multi-way communication bowl. But a two-way is not terribly inexpensive. I feel like I shouldn't have had to clarify that with her. We're staying at the Noble Lantern Pub. The Noble Lantern Pub. One moment, as they kind of reach behind a desk and pull out, what you can see is this silver tube about yay long it's got an opening in the top and it kind of oh, kind of uh, narrows near the neck and then opens back down near the bottom with a little bit of like a, a place to set and he sets this little tube on the the desk or on the the counter in front of you guys uh, this is a two way summoning bowl uh, 
if I ever need your assistance, I can uh, reach you on this. And, uh, well, if you need me, you can come back to my shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Seem fair? Yeah, seems great. Take it. Compliments of the lavish lavatories as they so, slide it over. To be clear, we can't uh, communicate with you. You can on this one, but you have to know the runic inscriptions in order to communicate with those people. We, which eh? I don't. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh. Um, if you need something, you're more than welcome to contact me here at the shop. So but uh, are we not being hired by you to do something for? I don't have anything currently. off the cuff, as it were. But if something comes along and I need something done, I'm something under the table. You are a clever one. <laughs> like, like, like. Everyone uh, just stops and looks at him like. Lucius what? starts losing his shit. He's like, "Yes, I'm so." Finally, <laughs> finally, you see three. I've been look, noticed. You, you see three who looks to be like guards of one of the houses that are at a desk, and they slowly turn and look at you guys before just being like, uh, "Go back to what they're doing." That's right. Mind your business. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Um, that's a number one. Did ask about information, perhaps. Of course, I pride myself in resources as well as information. We are perhaps looking to find a fellow named Henry Finlow. Friends with everyone he meets? I think you mean Finry Hinlow. Mm. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Henry Finlow. Well, that is an interesting name, considering you work for the house that he is or was employed with. You don't need to really know the hows and the whys and the whats of it. Just know that we're looking. Is or was. Sounds like you might know. Uh, the rumors are coming in fresh and hot, as it were, but uh, there is rumor that he came back here to hide from his former employers. I don't know much about it and haven't seen him, but uh, rumors are rumors. But if he's not at House Tolliver, well, there's only one other place he would go. Which is? Uh, back to his... Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> if Calvin ever disappeared, that'd be the first place I'd That would be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, look, he's actually the actor in Savi's Workshop who helps you build a Thank lightsaber. Thank goodness. Um... If he's not employed at House Tolliver anymore, <laughs> he's probably back at the Union Square. Mm, okay. Um, is there any way you could perhaps get through the rumor mill that we don't we don't want to do him harm? We want to help prove his supposed innocence, protect him. Interesting. Fighting rumors with rumors, and pray tell, what's in it for me? Yeah, what? Well, obviously. Um, Something's very valuable, like friendship and rapport. We also already offered if you ever needed anything. Hmm. Oh, yeah, favor for favor stuff. Oh. Oh. I do love favors. Very well. I'll see what I can do about a rumor or two, and, uh... You'll owe me one. How's that sound? That's fine. That sounds great. Uh, he'll be able, we owe you if your rumors are good enough to get us a result. Don't mind him. Yeah, I mean... Seems off his game today. Yeah. It's fine. 
They say that their brains are about the size of their eyes or something like that. So take, take that for what you will. Get some big eyes, bro. <laughs> um, nevertheless, if anything else is needed, please ask my staff. Uh, I have to go. Special projects and all. Uh, take care. Thanks for the paint. And they turn and begin to slowly saunter away back into the shop. Guys? I just, hold on, can we just all appreciate how upset Will is going to be (laughs) when he listens to this? No, he's going to love it. Nar. 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 I I never be angry in my life. Um, So, uh, (laughs) uh, anyways, so guys, did you guys get like a weird vibe from him? Or maybe it's just the, the complete inorganicness of him. Like, everything about him seems so artificial. I think it's called the Uncanny Valley. I think that's it. I think that's actually it. It probably is. Good job. Because he's... He's almost human. Like a can? Well, he's like, it, with, there's a spectrum. With, right, except for the eyes, so he's uncanny. All right, okay. Yeah. So, like, the, and also, like, I don't know. He's like, canny, but uncanny. I'm pretty good at finding people who you want to have a relationship with, and I don't know if I want to have a relationship with him. Oh, I bet perceptions what? checks on him must what? be, like, creepy <laughs> high DC, because it's just, like, his eyes that you're working with, basically. Yeah, there's not much else to go oh, off of. Oh, teeth. Did he have teeth? Can you, uh, you have platonic relationships? Like well, they no, were uh, just they were uh, a very shiny white. That's a enameled metal. I just yeah, didn't you know you could shoe. do that. Yeah. Your your uncanny ability to find. I just I just I, well, I just found out that my guts is like found my guts. I found that out that like my gut guides me like with Galewind, That's a good connection, right? With a mod, that's a good connection. With with uh, with um, with Fair Eye, good connection. But like with with him, some giant like corporate robot man. I just don't. I mean, like I'm still gonna do it. I'm just letting you guys know I don't trust him. That's fair. You know, you ain't gotta trust people necessarily that you have a. Like, you know, as we're speaking right now, he probably has, like, little machines I can listen on this right now. I mean, probably. All right, so he knows you See, don't this is what him. I'm talking about, getting to know each other. I didn't know you had that ability. That's great. Thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah, no problem. Insight check on his What about checks. that one? <laughs> <laughs> what about what, what, who? He just, he just points to some random other person walking by. Is that a good one or a bad one? Uh, that one has a lot of problems at home, especially with their marriage. Um... <laughs> You can tell by the way that they're holding um, their uh, marriage uh, ring. And they're kind of hiding it a little bit. Um, their uh, marriage. I don't. I don't know how people talk. Wow. I'm, you are a font of insight, and I am impressed. Insight check on his insight check. Right. No, so I'm, I'm writing an NPC right now. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. marriage Guys, I don't. There's marriages in multiple different cultures, and I don't know where that ring particularly is in this fantasy world. Oh my gosh! At some point, we're gonna face a big bad, and he's gonna be holding this really cool ring in the hand, and we're gonna be like, "What is it? Oh, that's his marriage ring. <laughs> his marriage is in ruins." <laughs> See how he's holding it? Well, he's you can tell. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with this, oh, good character with this interaction, thanks. Mm-hmm. Come to its end. Is there anything else you guys are gonna do? All right, guys. I don't know what to do. I'm kind of hungry. Get some food. 
you want. Oh, yeah. Uh, food, right. I, I don't know. Like, we can go back at the, about the town or something. I was like, that's the best way to, like, because yeah. I found in my experience when I'm looking for something very hard and I'm getting nothing, a good it's a good thing to do to get mm-hmm. another activity and mm-hmm. then you'll just well, pick up on another town. Don't forget the gambling at the, at the inn, at the pub. Oh, I spent, like, t- too much bucks. Yes, but bucks you can being make golden money. coins. Huh? But you can make money. Gambling. Yeah, but gambling's like is for like stupid and desperate people. Excuse you. <laughs> hey, this is just, this is what the this is what the this is what the gravekeeper told me. It's only like that if you intend to lose. What gravekeeper? The uh, the one that works at Kane's Rest. Where's that? On the coast of Udall. He raised me. Look, there we go. Now I know a little bit more about him. Raised by a gravekeeper. Actually explains quite a bit, and I feel like we I'm really good with medicine. If anyone's like has open wounds, I'm, I'm probably the best one to deal with them. That's like three things in the last five minutes. Now hold on, how come you're the best at doing wounds if you work with like the dead ones that makes no sense to me well you see yeah, bro, I, i'm saying that, you know, exactly well exactly. he wasn't uh, answer it i want to know well if you remember when you so healed if, me yeah so the thing is is that with the gravekeeper he wasn't always a like you know tending the graves he was a surgeon before you know there that was wasn't a surgery that you did to my body oh i have no clue what that is that just happened I mean, ever since I met Lord Farrah, like, a lot of weird shit's been happening, and honestly, I've been happy for it. Also, what? I've always just, always just been a little bit weird, I guess. Who's Lord... what? The guy in the, guy in the box. Oh, there's a guy in there? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things in there. I thought it was just like... Oh. There's a couple, like... There's, like, there's him, and then there's, like, part... Like, there's fragments of people, and then there's... Hold up. So when you say there's a guy in there, do you mean there is a corpse in there? Um, can yes we, and no. Can we look? Please let us look. Well, whenever you look in there, like, you can't see anything unless he wants you to see. Well, knock, knock. Glyph, what do you think about this? I mean, like, if there's a dead guy in there, we should probably knock, figure out knock. what he wants. Cause well, you should respect the dead guy's privacy yeah, in space, yeah. so you should uh, ask for true. his consent. That's true. We should Even when you're dead, consent's important. That's it, what that's I said. I just said, just said knock, knock. Don't knock on, don't did you say? Did you say knock, knock, or did you, like, actually knock, knock? Guys, it's on my body. Please oh. don't knock on my body. Oh, excuse us. Listen. May I man, man, It's too late. You already crossed that line. Man in the box, I would like to thank you for healing me and saving me from death earlier. I don't... I don't I'm like <clears throat> waiting for a response if he's going to respond. I think he's oh, just got a corpse in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, roll for that. Like, <clears throat> uh... There's a sound of just like think you if you could hear what thinking is, that's what uh, that's what they're doing in there. Just some other time, perhaps. <laughs> some other time, perhaps. That was too wicked. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, thank you again, sir or madam, sir, Lord, something. I don't know. It's a corpse. <laughs> you are intriguing. I try to be. All right, all right, all right. Just I'll kidding. Give, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. You gave us a lot. Glyph and I haven't been able to remember much of anything about uh, anything specific about um, 
a certain period of our lives that happened a while back. Is it trauma? Molting. That happens with trauma. It's Uh, the molt. It it has been claimed to be uh, trauma. Trauma. Trauma? Yeah, an incident. I put my hand on his shoulder. I just solemnly look at him and nod my head. Recently, we've discovered that our memories are coming back and talking through it with someone who can relate has been helping bring some of these memories back. I also don't remember that much, like, from when I was, like, really young. All I remember is, like, 11 up. I know quite a bit. (laughs) So I have a gap. Yeah. I feel Uh, bonded to you now. Yeah, me too. Bond, bond, bond. (laughs) Like Bondi Beach, which is in a place in my mind (laughs) that I just made up. It's good to have a a happy place. It really is. Especially with with, Mm. with the stuff you've been through as a soldier. Mm. Mm. Glyph's happy place. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, I'm TBD and I don't remember stuff too. Y'all need to work on yourselves and like your long-term memory stuff. Well, my long-term like, memory is actually great. It's just like... Fun fact, TBD remembers everything. Oh, no. Yeah, like, like Sif or whatever his name was. Oh, my God. Sif was the best character and he had only two lines. Rest in peace. I loved What's him. up? I feel like maybe we should go back to the uh, casino oh. and I hope we don't run into, you know, an equally sized pack of uh, violent Things we need to take care of on our way there. Why would we need to do that? Oh. <laughs> hey, if, we get, if we get robbed, I'd gladly exercise my right to defend myself. Okay. With so. a knife. You do look robbable. Just kidding. <laughs> I look like I have nothing on me. Yeah, well. Oh, that's an image I did not want. Okay. With your newly acquired stuff, you can go wherever you guys want. Uh huh. Well, we could go find Finlo. <laughs> Yeah, try to suss that out, or we could wait for pothole. We're waiting for pothole and also for Lafish's rumors. Like you said, though, like the gambling thing is also a good thing to gather information as well. There's a lot cooler stuff to do in this city than just gamble at a hotel. Mm. Oh yeah, but like also gambling's pretty cool. I mean, we could go to the brothel. (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) They have a lot of information. You seem really passionate about that. I just think I just think people underestimate the power of of, of courtesans. That's it. Uh, oh, yeah, no. That was the most elegant way you could have ever put that. <laughs> Thank you for that. Person to person touch is very powerful. Yeah, especially in like a society that like produces men that aren't really in touch with their emotions. Like not like you know anything about that. They don't. I think their emotions are kind of like a flat line. You know um, what I mean. Let <laughs> Glyph and Zeph both at the same moment just realize the impl- implications of this man being made completely of metal and not having had human con or a- any kind of physical contact, like for all this time. Well, presumably he has feeling. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's like the only intimate way you can be with him is by poking his eye sockets. <laughs> <laughs> Eye to um, eye. They just one. lick them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. They wouldn't be grossed out by people licking eyes, though. One of them wouldn't be grossed out. Oh, okay. okay, okay no, yeah, one yeah. of them would be. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Glyph thinks it sounds neat. <laughs> the, the Glyph's like... Another, another day in the book. Here we show fiction. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> After tearing off each other's faces with our mouths. It's also how we say hello. It's also... 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good boy. Also, can't blink. Shane's all can't clear my eyes. <laughs> I can too. And then this, I like, like, I like this, how when he snipes. This clear film just goes over his yep. eye and then comes back yep. slowly. When, when, when Glyph snipes, he like licks his eyeball. Instead <laughs> yeah, so, of squint, squinting, he's like. <laughs> I love the canon we have now given. <laughs> Never He's take a damn thing. every second of it. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when I you take you a day off. I think you actually love it. Now I bet you wish you hadn't banned our use of cloaca for dragon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might have, <laughs> and then you brought it up again, <laughs> and now I don't. <laughs> All, all right. right. So there's our options. Uh, there are your options. Sorry, I'm lost. All I remember is cloaca. One d four of damage for yes. saying the word cloaca. <laughs> Bro's lost in the cloaca. <laughs> four <laughs> points of damage. I'm lost in the lizard anatomy. Ooh, Ooh that's a good band name. Oh. Lost in the lizard anatomy. It's lengthy, but I like it. Uh, Did you one shot yourself, or you dead now? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, it was a four points of damage. But. Yeah. I'm gonna try it. Let's say I'm later. I would like Whoa. to try to talk to this yeah. rock a few more times. Zero, like, hello, t- are you there? <laughs> who t- who you doing? Nothing. Who you talking? Oh, okay. All right. Who are you? The rock that I got. It does not respond. Mm. <laughs> I think I need to pause a little bit. So, like, so we're not going to the we're not going to the the gambling place. Oh, I didn't say that. No, he just said there's other, more fun stuff to do in the city. Like what? Like a fight pit? I can't fight. I'm assuming there's like a, you know, one of, at, how at a lot of stores, like in big touristy places right by the do door, a there's pit. a rack full of brochures about the different fun, cool stuff to <laughs> there do. Isn't, there are notice boards all throughout yeah. the city if you mm-hmm. want to go to those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Oh, is maybe right. you, if you if you want, like maybe there's an extra hunt we could have. Go yeah, let's you, go. Like, I'd be down. Um, going to one of the nearest notice boards. Give me just a second. There are, I mean, there's a multitude of different things on there. There is, um, advertisements for shows. There seems to be some sort of a, uh, there seems to be some sort of a note that kind of slapped on there talking about a, uh, a tournament of strength and agility uh, of two well-known individuals. It seems to be like there's like a, a fight of some kind between two like very important individuals that's going to be going on at an amphitheater at some point in the near future. There are notices of different kinds. There are missing persons. There are wanted posters. Um, that's going to pick up to be the All right, what strikes your fancy? Yeah, let's ask the guy who's not here what strikes his fancy. Uh-huh. Well, um, that's how that's, that's like throwing a pass to their DM. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. Um, there are it's not fine. It's not fine. Uh, two things that T Tabidi uh, sees is there is a notice for uh, removal of uh, pests at a farmstead not far from the outskirts of the city um there is a notice for helping uh, information leading to the discovery of a missing persons whatever missing and there is one for uh looks to be like a demonstration of a new uh automaton at a 
place. That shit's for nerds. I don't uh, know. Sounds to me like it might go crazy. It might go berserk. They might need some rescuing. You, oh, you, oh, you're very paranoid. You think it's just gonna go like hopeful. haywire? No, you think paranoid. Hopeful is. Oh, because it's because oh, I get it. Because it's good for you to make capital on is people being in danger. It's fun to fight with automatons. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'd vote if we're voting again back to democracy. <gasps> Do you remember? Um, I vote Farmstead. I think that kind of sounds funny. I like, I, like, I like Farmsteads. They're really peaceful. They're really nice to breed at. I, you know, all right. Helping somebody out. No, I would have figured you would want to save the missing person. Oh, well, I mean, it's information but, leading to a missing person. I feel like also so. we're already looking for one missing person. That's true. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. I wasn't looking for you to explain. I just was stating. I thought you would want to do that. I mean, we got surprised. the time. Maybe. No, 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 no. Again, no. I'm not. Oh, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm. T- oh. Well, you got to vote. Yeah. Just, what do you want to do? Uh, what? Oh, this is why I don't talk much. There is also a very large poster up near the top of the stones <coughs> board that within 10 days' time, there will be uh, a circus unlike any has ever witnessed. Oh, yo, it's our boys. Dimitri's circus is mm-hmm. uh, project or is anticipated in this city within the next uh, eight, or, eight or 10 days. Oh, that's your circus. It is. That's good. That would have been really awkward if you, your circus was like competing with this other one. No, shot. there's no competition against Dimitri. Don't Even you, better than that. Don't you remember we had the chance to potentially travel with them, but we took yeah. the airship Oh, no, I remember. That's faster. what I was saying. That would yeah. be really awkward. It was so cool, right? Them. The circus or the airship? The airship. Oh, of course. The circus good. was not not great. Perhaps for <laughs> you. <laughs> These are a lot to unpack there, isn't it? Yeah, no, there is. They always have me pick, like, take the boxes off the top shelf and unpack them. And mm. <laughs> can he take damage now? <laughs> no. Ah! <laughs> 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 Everyone starts bleeding. <laughs> the pun was too hard. I was like, "All right, one for Farmstead. What do you want to do?" Oh, I'm really bad at this. Um, Glyph. Yeah. Which one? I I don't care really. I mean, like, it all sounds fun. I just want to do it. I thought we were on, like, a time constraint to find Finn, though. So I that's what I vote for. Because, you know, that was kind of important, that we came here on a ship faster what, than... What can we do to find him any more than what we're doing? Do you have any ideas? I'm fresh out. I These, mean, like, this lot seems going straight out. to the Union Square would probably be one thing, but I think for... Yeah, I mean, like, the fancy robot guy said that... Uh, he, if I he's was not, not the, paying attention to him. He's so I, shy. I, could, I was just looking at his eyes, and I couldn't... couldn't that's all there was. I mean, is it like metal eyelids that like blink it, or is it like Wait. his face is underneath the metal? Like I don't understand. It's I just... amazing. So, so I'm... catch me up. We we Fenlow's. We know where Fenlow is. Yeah, we do. He's either according to him, he's like one of the two places. He's either at House Tolliver, which he's according not. to Gawain, he's not. Mm-hmm. I would love if he's not there. Like, he's actually under our this entire time. So he's in one of one place. One of one of one place. Yeah, <laughs> you're two for two today, bud. Yeah. Okay, but we go to the Union Square. It's gonna be a big thing, right? I don't know, cause like the Union and the houses don't have a good rapport. History They're... check. What's Union Square? Uh, make a history check. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh-uh. Oh, that's a natural one. 
Um, we could also go to Union Square. It's a place where trains go. He actually thinks it's Onion Square. He read it and he's like, uh, oh yeah, Onion yeah, Square. Onion Square. Yeah, it's right. a great place. We could also go to Union Square without brandishing the name of House Tolliver. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think that's so. The we can we can still poke and get information without necessarily rousing awareness. Yeah. Yeah, subterfuge, right. That's what you're all about, right? Sure. I try to be. My roles have been shit. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, like roles? Like, what what roles are you playing? Like his role is so, like the like the influencer. Yeah, like role, his, role, my role as a real food. sneaky sneak, huh? Not the food. No, no, no. My roles are great. It makes you, you cook. Great generals. Yeah. We all have PK duty at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, my vote is for <laughs> Onion Square. PK or KP? I hate that. <laughs> Kitchen patrol. KP. Yeah, KP. What did I say? He's a PK. Preacher's kid. Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. We have preacher's kid duty. That's when you take care of the preacher's kid and they really want him fed well. <laughs> you had to make rolls for him. Yeah. Church sorry. and state one and the same. <laughs> uh, you get Little Caesar's Pizza Max. That's all I can, mm-hmm. all I can give you. $5 pizza, baby. Oh, I'm TVT now? and I vote for Inflation. Onion Square 2. Like my big daddy's head. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who is that? <laughs> Was that supposed to be Tibidi? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so... Fine, you do Tibidi. Just yeah, I'll do, do it. Tibidi. Do it. I don't know what he wants, because he's not here. And I do. That's why I get to do it. <laughs> I don't like this. I hate this. It's like watching into men. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, hello. All what right, if I we, had let's a go. Conversation to... between all three of them. Ready? Oh, <laughs> uh, I was actually okay. My, I was sitting back. I was my brain something. would explode. All right, we need to get this in order. So either we go help a farm, or we go to the square, sneakily, stealthily, do some subterfuge, kind of look around, poke around. Let's do it. Let's go. We're obviously not. You just all said on two board. things. Yeah, you said two I things. I know. We're not all on board for the farm, so let's go. And poke around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I really want to go to the farm. Later. Hey. Hey, buddy. Me okay. too. I want I want to help that farmer. <laughs> gathering, <laughs> gathering themselves, the party begins to make their way, uh, asking for some information to find the location farmer. of one Union Square. Uh, you guys are directed to what's known as the Carbon District, which is set uh, towards the mountain, well, actually, on the opposite side of the scrap market. Uh, the scrap market doing about two-thirds or three-quarters of the, around the Great House itself. Uh, you're directed to the far side of the uh, Great House, so you guys begin to make the trek about mm, 45 minutes to an hour's walk of distance to get all the way around to the other side of uh, the great house where the tin district begins to fade away the shops and the taverns begin to slowly fade into a few residential buildings but mostly these larger more uniformed buildings um and not just uniformed buildings but also massive structures cathedral style spires uh, large temples to different deities all kind of scattered throughout this area this area being a bit more open not as uh not as 
compact as the Tin District was. Uh, more the lanes are much wider. There are more areas for uh, plant life and greenery to be growing and uh, fostered. You can see uh, small parks with benches and stuff where people are moving in and out. Uh, the demographic here is also very different. The individuals walking around seem to be more scholarly, wearing uh, robes or uniforms of various shapes. Uh, you can also see that there are a lot more individuals wearing the classic orange kind of robes uh, as they walk to and from here. The trappers that you've seen before are now out in mass uh, all around this area. Wait, is this the, is this the, their place of origin? Uh, do you make a history check? Sure. Plus zero, and oh, you're gonna love this. A seven. Seven. Yeah. Ooh. You know. <laughs> no idea. Um, but yeah, you can see there are several buildings here, and you guys are directed to uh, a fairly large one that looks to be kind of uh, this geometric ziggurat in style, kind of set uh, near the base of the great house itself walled in with just this kind of dark gray stone uh not much in terms of like decor or design it is uh dark grays and blacks and it is pretty it's pretty uh daunting looking but you are for all you guys can tell you are here at the gates of the union square where hopefully you'll find finlo do we know what this guy looks like? Someone who's friends with everyone. Well, I'm sure we saw she showed us his likeness before we came out. I here. don't think. Well, she would have to. I have. thought we met. Galen's responsible. Oh no, we did. Didn't, didn't we, we tried to talk once? to? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think we talked. It wasn't to him. We talked it to was him. someone. It was the. But, but surely she wouldn't have sent us out here. I think she actually we're not did all that stupid that we were like, ago. yeah, let's go find the guy we don't know what he looks like. Um, I'm trying to think mm, if there I would be... Actually I don't know. Stupid. <laughs> well, mm. I'm trying to think if there would be a actual, like, drawing of him. Or a rendering of him. Let's look in the records. Like the yearbook. Of- Was there a missing person or, like, wanted person posters where we came from? No, there was no there was bees. no images of him. Okay. It was just the name. There'd be I don't think there would be any drawings of him, honestly, at this point. He's not that important to have that. What description did we get? Uh shorter gentleman, kind of uh slightly overweight, bald, um, wears a monocle. And of course. wears the uh the standard one. standard robes of the of a union union representative. Which are like uh, dark gray uniform with like black like shoulder pads and like these like the these uh, basically bra- uh, bracers, kind of a blackish design to them as well. Uh, Knee high boots, um, and you can see a few of these individuals kind of wearing the same kind of uniform styles as you guys are here at the front of. Uh, the Union Square. You can also see that guarding the front of this kind of open gate area, there appear to be uh, the first sense of guards that you've seen in this city. And you've seen several individuals who looked armed, but what you've noticed is that most of the armed individuals that kind of patrol these streets all are either of the same uniform and design or of a completely different design. And it's beginning to like 
beginning to understand that it looks like everyone here is responsible for their own form of law enforcement. So the people who guard this were wearing very union rep uh, accoutrement. You saw in the tin district there looked to be more of the familiar, uh, like the the kind of off-white billy pants and green and reds of the uh, Zahavis that you saw, of, of Jambar Zahavi. It looked to be those individuals wearing those type of uh, stuff when you landed at the... Uh, docks, there was a completely different group of law enforcement people, so it seems like the houses have their own sets of law enforcement depending on where you are in the city. That's so. actually incredibly convenient, like in context of jurisdiction. Yeah, that's kind of a... So let's Bonnie and Clyde this shit, commit some crime, go to another state. Wait, so I'm in, sorry, in this area there are lots of <laughs> members of each uh, of a bunch of no, different in law here, enforcement? In here oh, okay. it is just... Looks to be union-controlled law enforcement. Okay. Back in the tin district, it was it mostly was it was mostly the houses. Okay. Um, and you haven't it, again, given you've been to a few of the districts, you're kind of piecing this together. But for the sake of just like understanding, like it's not just I need a city guard. It's gonna be a guard who is yeah. sworn to one of the houses. So a district guard. Just make sure yeah. you are aware of that in well, case. Not, yeah, because that that'll that might pertain to you know interactions that you mm -hmm. have with with guards and stuff like that. So, uh, but here you stand at the gates of the Union District, hopefully to find Henry Fenlow. And because this game has descended into madness most of the night, I'm gonna go ahead and say that is where we pick up next week with. Our people, well, hopefully the rest of our people back, save Drew, because you'll be, you know, gone. But, uh, but you'll be. I'll be here. You'll be In here. electronic spirit, sure. if that's okay. electronic yeah. spirit. Yeah. It works well last time, so. Hmm? Well, right, wherever you go, hopefully it has good Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Yeah. Drive up to a motel, dude. <laughs> motel, no for the Wi-Fi. McDonald's parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> McDonald's parking lot, yeah. Make it happen. Mm -hmm. But we'll worry about those logistics next time. Starbucks. Until next week, thank you guys for playing. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next time on the Wild Magic School Bus. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we did making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcasting platform you use. And while you're there, leave us a review if you want. It actually helps us out. We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Reddit at r slash wildmagicschoolbus, send us a subtweet at wildmagicschoolbuspod, or follow our Instagram at wildmagicpod. Either way, stop by and say hi. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. Expeditious Expendables. That's really good. Steel uterus. <laughs> Entombment of life in a body. That's like one of those like, oh, like yeah. rah, looking metal. <laughs> they they only scream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
doing it during the intermission. We're practically gods. Doing it during the intermission, that is indie. Mm-hmm. That is like yeah. an indie full. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. like a bright eyes. Kind There's of. a lot of, hey, hey, yeah. doing it during intermission. <laughs> uh, we're not practically gods. Witch bolt spit wads. <laughs> That's really good. Skinks in my armor, uh, facing you ungrappled, three kobolds in a trench coat, <laughs> a thin veil of skin, and that's a John with one. guilt. <clears throat> yes. Did you have quotes? Uh, Sarah Jessica mics. Parker's toupee. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, gropey leprechaun, make my checkout. <laughs> Grumpy Leprechaun is a horrible. <laughs> That's you know I don't think that that would be appropriate these this day and age. No. You know no one would name themselves Grumpy Leprechaun <laughs> with consent. <laughs> that is their first album, Grumpy Lepre- Leprechaun with yeah. consent. Um, Coffee and Spite, Roven Wope. Yeah. Oh, that Roven uh, Wope is yeah. Calvin's greatest feat. Um, we're level level four. Yeah. Never fur. Never fur. I'm Smoking in his hut, skanked as fake, dirty tequila, instant barf, whiskers in every nook, pickle the wizard, ten beams of death, flesh fodder, neutral drip, sex bait for a poltergeist, <laughs> drow in the pit, electric coaster, death gauntlet, wet dog bottom, fantasy robots, schwamps and schlorps, <laughs> enchanting shit, slurring oh, little bitch the iceberg, <laughs> Gar- gargling rocks, scrying from the gecko, raspy cackles, from the gecko. <laughs> extra extra bonus action, raw. Uh, dunk his haunches, dirt in the gang, through the greenhouse door, prison pocket pies, steampunk voodoo, <laughs> lockers in the astral plane. Time no longer binds us to this plane. Scenic route to your death. That's really good. Labels full of resin. We're practically gods. And we're the other one. We're not practically gods. Yeah. Uh, shadow in a drow city, buckshot oh, nice. to the kneecap, the kneecaps, marred visage, gender neutral sugar people. Yeah. Uh, spider, which is spiders. Yeah. Pretty good. Instead of sour patch kids, gender neutral yeah, sugar that. people. Yeah. Hey, spiders and leather. Have, you kicked my John Stamos. Beyond the basin. Beyond the basin. Stabbing in the park tonight. Astral turge. Spellman. Flitch Clist. I don't know what that. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.